Hi, friend. My name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. I was in a conversation with Bob around finances and giving, and he said something like, most of the men that I've talked to about finances have a deep sense of shame and condemnation around their choices and how things didn't turn out very well. And it's just a hard topic in general. And it was very sweet because he was kind of like, I'm not going to speak for the women. I don't know if they deal with that too. But as soon as he said that, there's this huge sense of relief for me. Like, oh my goodness, it's not just me. That feels like this. Hallelujah. Well, what was fascinating is that as soon as he said that, I started to think back. So I have been reading this book called Strengths Finder. And that's probably not the actual title, but it's based on the Strengths Finder profile. And this is a test that you can pay $50 to Gallup and they will send you 177 questions and then rank your 34 top talents in order. And in some ways, kind of the first five are really the most critical, but it's helpful. I've found it super helpful and interesting to see kind of where they would put all of my talents in order. I definitely agree that the bottom ones are definitely my bottom ones. Like I'm really not very good at those ones. The point though was as I'm reading this book, they talk about what do you do with your worst ones? And they said, it actually doesn't matter if you're not very competent at a lot of things. Like they use the example, if you don't know the periodic table of the elements by heart, that pretty much doesn't affect your life unless you're a scientist. And I would think specifically a chemist. And Otherwise, like, who cares that I'm, I don't have complete competency in that area. And similarly with the different strengths, like a lot of them are not going to really affect your life. So who cares if you're lacking competency in them? The only ones that you really care about are the ones that are maybe holding you back in some way. And so they gave some suggestions around how to manage around that. If you really are lacking one of those and it's affecting your life, but What I found fascinating is I was thinking about the things that are actually our primary strengths. And as Bob said, back in the 90s, the general idea was to shore up your weaknesses, you know, kind of like pay attention to those, fix yourself. Um, I've heard this said kind of like a wheel will only turn as well as the shortest spoke or something like that, you know, like make those short spokes longer so your wheel can turn well. And uh, that is completely contrary to the modern thinking around what people should focus on. So uh, as the Strengths Finder book said, if you do shore up your weakness, you maybe won't fail, but you're never going to be excellent because it's really just in your strengths that your excellence will lie. So focus on your strengths and maximize those to the farthest extent that you can. And What I found fascinating about that, though, is that first of all, yes, we might all, we do all have these superpowers, these things that are kind of intuitive to us, and yet uh, we, we might wrestle a little bit with how do I use them well? I might need to take a class or get some training in how to incorporate my specific strength to the best effect I can. Along with that, I found it so interesting. One of the things that Perry Marshall had said years ago was that it's oftentimes the things that are our deepest gifting that get us in trouble when we're a child. And when he said that, I was like, oh, that's, that's an interesting way to put it. But from his perspective, like the things that you are the most strong in 
are untamed, but they're strong. And so they come out in specific ways. And then the adults around you are like, oh my goodness, here's this like little volcano that I need to try to suppress. And so then you get in trouble. And I was thinking about this. I mean, for me, I remember probably the two times that I was the most chastised by a teacher were both related to writing. <laughs> oh, how fascinating. But the the point is so interesting that it actually doesn't matter if it's your skill or your weakness. If it's a weakness, it's going to be potentially something that will um, put you on pause. But if it's a strength, you still have to know how to t- how to manage it, how to navigate it, that it still is a challenge. Like, <laughs> And none of us come out of the womb knowing precisely how to navigate our talents and abilities. And it's similar, I guess, in the realm of finance. Like, None of us were born with an innate sense of like, oh, of course I know how the stock market moves or how to do real estate investing. And, and then we also even if we do have some education in that, we're also not omniscient. And so we can make mistakes with that. And that's kind of a bummer. And having made my own share of mistakes in various realms related to finance, I can just say, yeah, it's a bummer when that happens. And okay. So having said all of that though, it is beautiful to me that then we come to the Lord and we're like, we don't know what we're doing. We need your wisdom. And the Lord is like, I can help you with that. And so Jesus, I thank you that you don't demand perfection and you never have. That just like there isn't a parent on the planet that's like, I don't love my child because my child isn't perfect. You know, it's like, oh my goodness, I love my child. And here's some ways that I want to help this child to succeed. But Lord, I just, I think sometimes my perspective of you is so flawed that you're sitting there waiting for me to make a mistake so you can correct me instead of watching me in my struggling attempts and cheering me on. Lord, thank you that that's your heart attitude toward me. Yeah, thank you, Lord. And so Jesus, I'm asking that you would be pouring out grace on each one of us, that in the places where we've maybe not always made the best decisions, that you would be helping us to make better decisions. In the places where we struggle with shame or condemnation, that you would bless us with the ability to do better. And I thank you for that, Jesus. Amen.